Tony Alexander is an expert in the field, particularly when it comes to borrowing and rates. G'day, Tony. Hello, Tony. Hi, how's it going? Good, mate. Thank you for chatting. Cool. So, what's your pick when it comes to interest rates, mortgage rates? Are they going to go up? And if so, when? Right. Yeah, best guess, today's guess at this time, <laughs> almost 10 to 2 yes. in the afternoon, yes. is uh, our central bank, you know, it, it's not going to increase tomorrow. That, that's, I think, way too soon. Mm. My thoughts are in the second half of next year, maybe even around the middle of next year. Okay. And initially, yeah. I think they'll go relatively slowly because we haven't had a period of sustained interest rate increases in New Zealand since 2004 to 2008. So it's yeah. going to be quite experimental once it does get going. Right. And, and what's your pick on, because so, some economists are saying not until 2024, so it's interesting to hear you say mid to late next year, 2022. And if they go, you say it'll be slow. So what are we talking about, a quarter percent each quarter? And is that where you think it'll go or, or bigger than that? Yeah, no, I think definitely initially that, because we're starting from such a low level, right. the percentage increase in the interest payments somebody's going to make once the interest rate you know, eventually resets mm. is going to be quite quite a bit there. And like I say, because it's a while since I've had sustained interest rate rises, the Reserve Bank is going to take it fairly cautiously and see what the response will be um, um, in the markets. Now, the key thing, however, for people to remember is just because uh, they're hearing me saying, I don't think interest rates go up until late next year, that doesn't mean the fixed interest rates stay still. Fixed right. interest rates always rise in advance of the floating rates, which right. reflect Reserve Bank policy, um, um, going up. And we've already seen some of those fixed rates go up in the past month. So, Tony, I've got a, I found this a really interesting text message. It's a fan of yours. I don't know if it's a man or woman, but the name is Lee. <laughs> and uh, he or she says, I started to follow Tony because he had common sense. Could you please ask him, has he still got the apartment he bought a few years ago in the city because he was travelling to Auckland? and he was living in the apartment instead of in hotels. Does he still have that apartment? And if he does, what percentage has it increased in value? Oh, mate, I'm still sitting in it at the moment. This is the one I bought about six years ago and converted from a disused cocktail bar um, right. into, a, uh, into, into an apartment. And this is what I use when I'm up in Auckland. And two of my daughters are using it for going to the Varsity and Unity a couple of years. So it's, uh, we're definitely getting a lot of uh, use out of it. I'm, I'm going to have to wait until the uh, Auckland um, RBs come out, so whenever that is in the next uh, few months. It, it, it initially doubled in value when it was uh, rezoned, as it were, from commercial use to residential use. But what's happened since then from four years back, I, I really don't know. I don't track the market that closely. Auckland inner city apartment market, however, has been fairly flat for a while. Lots okay. of supply and a few issues for some buildings here. But basically at the heart of the thing, Tony, it does sound, as your fan Lee says, that you made a very sensible investment not having to spend money on hotels, but actually having an apartment that you've obviously got between you and your daughter quite a lot of use out of. Well, yes, and this is something I think people need to keep an eye on when they're looking at lots of people around the country commuting for business to Auckland regularly. Sometimes yeah. it's, uh, I had a boarder for a while there for three days a week, for instance, coming in from uh, Gisborne. And there's an opportunity at the moment with the Auckland inner city apartment being relatively weak, maybe to pick up something which would be quite suitable for that sort of half in Auckland, half working from home situation yeah. for somebody who is quite distant from the city. Tony, a couple of quick questions, then we'll let you go. Um, yeah. We've had talk back in the last hour, people saying about this personal debt, and we know that in this country we carry a lot of personal individual debt, right? And yep. there's a suggestion that a lot of that debt is actually not for housing, it's for other stuff like cars and boats, as we're seeing. Is that true? Uh, not really, no. Basically, about 90% of the debt which householders uh, have is basically uh, for mortgages, okay. and only about 
10% or so is in fact, yeah, consumer lending $14.4 billion at the end of March this year. Yeah. Housing debt, $309 billion. Holy so smoke. It's, it's not right. even... Yeah, that, so it's that, not even 10%. Yeah. That's okay. actually quite comforting in a way, isn't it? Because the idea, because one would feel that by and large, to me, it feels a hell of a lot more sensible to be borrowing money to buy a house or an apartment. Well, it's relatively expensive consumer debt, whether you're getting a, yes. um, a, a loan, a personal loan, and of course, credit card debt. Well, it, it might be we're in a record low interest rate environment, but not when it comes to credit cards. You're no. still paying something quite through the nose for those. Yep. Tony, gut feel, if interest rates in the next three years went up 2%, would that see a lot of people tip over and go into mortgagey sales? No, it's not for a number of reasons. Number one, the economy will be strong. Jobs growth will be strong. High job security, a bit of wages growth uh, in there is the first thing. Um, Secondly, when a bank lends to a person, let's say they lend at an interest rate of 3%, the bank will have figured out your ability to service the debt at 6.5%, maybe even 7%. And only if you can meet that higher interest rate requirement will they actually lend you the money under the responsible lending um, legislation. So there are some pretty big buffers in there. We've got 15 seconds. If you were fixing or deciding on your mortgage in the next week, would you fix for a year, two years, five years? Uh, I have a mixture myself, probably of two years and five years. Very good. It's great to get your expertise, Tony. Good luck, mate, with your your new apartment. Thanks, Tony. (laughs) And also, Lee says thanks. (laughs) All right. No worries. Thanks, Thanks, Lee. All the best, you guys. Tony Alexander, independent economist, three minutes away from two. He's always good, good, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's pretty straightforward in his dialogue. You you get a straight answer, not sort of waffle. Yeah. Exactly.